0: Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. Is your key yellow? I just noticed. (laughs) Did you set that out there? Yeah, so with the Porsche keys that look like the car, you know, you can change out the side plates. First of all. The fact that they do that to the key and not just use like a Volkswagen key is the yeah. most pompous we're super special. <laughs> I know I hate it that exists. <laughs> and so Nikki ordered yellow side blades or panels for it. Obviously, obviously. Obviously. If there's money to be spent on something yellow, she will she'll definitely <laughs> definitely get all that, get all over it so Oh, man. So there's lot's going on. We A have lot going all of on. the things going on.
1: I'm going to start because then we'll get into what you we'll, have going we'll on. We'll ramp up into the... What, into what I, I have no idea what's going on. Is I have, I'm, I'm kind of reluctant about it, but That's before good. we get to that... I'm glad you're
0: reluctant because I, it'll be better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're not happy because that makes me happy. Yes. All right. So I'm trying to offload the Cayenne because we don't need two black Porsche SUVs, it turns out. Right. So, I called the dealership back that we bought it from. I was like, hey, you want to buy it back?
0: And they said, absolutely, because they have no inventory.
1: That's what I thought. And then I was like, but am I going to lose my shirt? And they're like, oh, no, we should be able to do pretty good. And then he got back to me, and I would lose my shirt.
0: How much of your shirt, percentage-wise?
1: Um what is that? 15% of my shirt? Oh,
0: no. That's a lot of shirts. That's a lot of shirt. Lot of shirt. <laughs> and you wear like a small, so. Right. But good. this was a big shirt. This is a big shirt. Extra yeah. large. Okay. Um.
1: And so then I was like, well, screw that. So then we went over to Audi and we're like, well, we're going to order a brand new custom colored yellow. Did you show them your RS3. key? RS3. Did you show them this is no, how no. excited we are? And we then just you held up your stupid Porsche phone. key? And they go, okay, cool. But you can't order 2022 RS3s until like Next year,
0: okay. So that's a problem,
1: right? And they were like, "But you could do early trade in." I was like, "Okay, what are you going to give me for it?" And they go, "Oh, well, you're already in our system because we're all part of Carousel Group,
0: so we're going to give you the
1: same same number." What
0: you so? Did you call a different Audi dealership? They're all over the place. No,
1: I didn't. But what I my buddy said, "Have you ever tried CarMax?"
0: Yeah, just no. Just why don't you sell a private party? That's where you should just. You know, why not?
1: I don't know. I have an appointment with CarMax tomorrow. because Mainly, I'm curious. I've never done anything with them. And mm-hmm. supposedly, they're like, yeah, we'll give you a really good number right off the street. And so I'm just going to see what they say.
0: Yeah, that would be the way to go.
1: So that's t- happening. Um, I'm burnt out on my stupid Harley project. Yeah, I so it was
0: for sale officially. Come get it. How much? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you want to give me. 500 would, bucks? would that let it go? No, come? because
1: I have a lot of money into that <laughs> stupid
0: thing. Okay, so I know, what? I know you don't have a ton of space. Yeah, but it doesn't take up a lot of space. I, I know. Why don't you just? You know what it is? Here's it's what you more
1: do. my own frustration looking at it and knowing I have I'm an idea. So
0: close. I have an idea. I have an idea too. What's your idea? Bring it down to the studio. Uh huh. We'll park it here, uh-huh. right here against the wall. Uh huh. And just get it out of your mind for a while, and then I don't know if maybe it'll put you in a bad mood whenever it you will. come here. Yeah. No. Yeah, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put it down in the basement and not look at it until winter, and then I'll. Work Take it to your it. dad's house. Then it's completely out of sight, out of mind. Leave it over there for a while, and I bet he will probably work on it. when Yeah, he, gets he might. <laughs> True. That's a good plan. <laughs> dump it off over there. So we're working on that, and part of the
1: reason I'm so frustrated with that is because I was like, I'm spending all this time on this stupid thing when I should be working on the 911 over here.
0: Yeah. So I because finally. Because the 911 has to go places. Yeah,
1: and I have a deadline on that. Yeah. Because we have to go to cool yeah. and then we have to go to Utah. So I pulled the engine out
0: yesterday. Okay. Got that yeah, out. Yeah, you, you called me. We FaceTimed a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What do I do here? Right. What's going on? So where is it out? It's out. It's out. It's on the garage floor. Easy. Yeah. It how was long, pretty easy. If you knew what you were doing. So this is your first time pulling a 911 right out. Right. Yeah. How long did it take you?
1: Um, not that long, like I'd, two hours. I, not even, not no, not like even?
0: forty-five minutes. Imagine n- going back and doing it again. Oh and yeah, just it's knowing like twenty minutes. It's out. It's yeah. fast. The thing that sucks is the axles. Yep, that's, that was. I they got it.
1: bound up a little bit, so that was the hard part. Hmm. Do you, do you remove them from the inner CVs or outers? Uh, I did well, the inner, inner by the end yeah, right? So you inner. don't have the
0: axles flopping around. Yeah, me? you can't do that. That sucks. What? You have to take them off the inner. I did. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who would would do it the other way? I don't know. I didn't know if
1: that was a secret because it's like, (laughs) as I like.
0: Here's the secret of the worst way to do this. It's such a (laughs) well-kept secret because nobody ever does it. No one would ever do it that way.
1: (laughs) But anyways, no, it came out fine. So basically three things I need to do while it's out. One, track down this oil leak, which I was telling my dad. He's like, oh, is that in the, the back of the engine or the front? I was like, well, no, it's here in the front. Slash back of the engine. It's the front of the engine. The front of the engine, back of the car. Yes.
0: Okay. That's that's, what's confusing. if you look, do you have the sticker that shows you your firing order? Yeah. I mean, that's the front of your engine is where the distributor is, everything like that. It's Which the cylinder is the one. back of
1: the car. Yes.
0: Well, it's a rear engine car. What do you expect? Well,
1: yeah. Okay. So the front of the engine is the
0: back. Yes. it's okay. totally-
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was clarifying. Yeah, absolutely. So we need to find the oil leak there and fix that. We have to at least replace the synchro in first. And I also want to just take apart the trans. So you were telling me you suspected that someone had modified. This, this transmission is not factory. Okay. Because I plugged in all the different numbers and calculations to see where my revs should I be. I wonder
0: if we should talk to our friend who used to own it, because he used to race the know. Did so he I'm pretty sure someone put in either a different ring and pinion. Yep. Or a different gear stack. Or a different gear stack. Because it was like an SCCA race car. Right. At the time. And yes. It, and and, he, and al- this he, transmissions... he always talked about, man, this thing really cleaned up out there. Yeah. Put, really, really fast. Yeah, because it yeah, can't because... go
1: over 70 because it's geared so low.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we definitely need I, You know what we should do? What? You should, uh, you should buy another transmission. They're expensive. The 901s are? I looked. Yeah. Like how? Ex- like what are we thinking? Like 35 to 7. Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that sucks. so I'm
1: just gonna rebuild mine. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the way to go. So, you, are you gonna buy the special tools? Are you gonna do the whole thing? Uh, our friend Colin, he's yes. like, I have all the tools. I'm shipping them to you right now. Wow. Yeah. Is he back out in California for a wedding? Oh, for a wedding. Okay. Well, that's good. He's out there. He's got the tools. He's shipping <laughs> yeah, them to you. I know. it's great. To be able to rebuild the transmission. I would like to participate in that. That's Come one over thing. tomorrow. Tomorrow you're rebuilding the no, transmission. No, but I'm
1: gonna start. Taking it apart. Here's my plan. I would love to have everything disassembled by the end of this weekend so I can order all the parts I need. Do you have a clean I want, space yes, for this? Yep, new space just got put out. Okay. I want
0: all parts ordered by Sunday night. So Flat Surfaces Inc. has delivered a table? Yes. Okay. <laughs> From my basement. <laughs> all right. Well, one thing that always... You know, the one thing I never want to do. Uh-huh. I, I don't mind doing engines. I I don't mind doing like basic body work at this point. Transmissions transmissions are scary. I know they are. They're scary because they're there's, very. There's very precise,
1: and you have to shim things. And yeah, there's like certain lash. Well, if you
0: don't do your ring and pinion, if you don't touch that, I don't think you need to do as much shimming. shimming. I think the ring and the pinion. But I'm thinking
1: that's what it is.
0: Oh, really? I don't know. Well, you will have to count and the teeth. And here's the
1: thing. Yeah, that's so the only you way out, you know. That's the only kind of, way you know. This would be you kind of a good teeth. thing to do.
0: What? How do you know the the ratio of your final drive? And your gearing. What how do you do it with the with the counting of teeth? Explain it to everybody, if you know. If you don't know, say I don't know. Well it's a ratio. You yeah, count well, the teeth and you count yeah, teeth no, people here. Don't know this. And that over that gives you a no, numerator not that over, that. over the, diameter. The amount of teeth on your pinion gear or divided by the amount of teeth on your ring gear or right. vice versa. Your gives you a ratio. Gives you ratio. You'll see like a, I have a 4.0 uh, final drive. Right, and yeah. Then, or you have a I 384. I might have like
1: a 7. <laughs> right. So, so the lower that
0: number, the taller the gear right. is. The higher that number, the shorter it is. So right. you might have a really tall gear I ratio. I may have a really tall gear What'll ratio. It'll be interesting to see what I think. I think that guy must have been sandbagging at the races back in the day. With a short ratio gearbox. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what was you happening. Think so? I do. I do. I, I definitely think that's what was happening. So, so I got some good news. What's that? I sold the Vespa.
1: Oh, yeah. I sold, which was ironic because so with our Grom and our monkey, we're going around town. It's so much fun. We're exploring all these hey, back Chris, rows. Come on, this and I was like, great. dude, here's what you got to do. You got to bring your Vespa on here. Just leave it at my place. It's so fun to just drive around. And you're like, it's gone.
0: I sold it. It's gone. Got okay. okay. what I asked for. Um, That's good. Because, as is, no title. And of course, as soon as I, as soon as I sell it with no title, the guy starts asking all kinds of questions about how to get a title. And I'm just like, well, this is how you do it here. You're in a different state. You need to figure it out. I'm more than happy to. Uh, go through the process here in Minnesota for you. It's pretty easy. Right, you just take the four photos in, and you go. and This is right. not entitled since 1983. But you didn't. I, I just, I didn't get the photos. I ordered yeah. them like forever ago. They just showed up the other day. The photos. You, you have to take physical photos. You can't take your phone in there. You have to take. Yeah, you physical print them out on your printer. I don't have a print. I have a laser printer. Sure, that's no. fine. I didn't, it worked for me. Did it. Okay. Well, I ordered them through the place that I ordered all my prints Jesus. and it took forever. So it's like
1: super high yeah. quality <laughs> yeah. well, photographer. Know. It's like
0: four by six photos. So I use my phone. It's not a big uh-huh. deal. Okay. And so I've got those. So if he, if he needs help, <laughs> uh-huh. I'll register for a fee for my time. Yeah. I think I deserve a fee for my time. I will go do, go through the titling process here for him and then I sell you. him the thing. Realistically, I just want to give him a bill of sale and I want it to go away. He's having So somebody, it's not gone yet? It's not gone. It's still at my house. Some, you have money? I do. Oh, okay. yeah. So it is sold. I do have the money. Gotcha. He gave me a deposit, and then he uh, said he was going to pay me the rest later once he figured out transportation. So I'm just waiting for transportation mm, to... It's not sold then. You have a deposit. No, I have all of the money now. Because he's like, oh, okay, I okay. found transportation. We're good. And he sent me okay. the money. Okay. So that's gone, which feels kind of sad. You know, I feel sad that I never really got to experience the thing. Right. You know, I was just driving around my neighborhood. It was never really... That's all you really want to do on it, except... No, I want to go somewhere. When I lived in, I used to live. uh, If anybody knows Minnesota, that you know Lake Minnetonka, right? It's a very, uh, it's like kind of quaint in a way where there's all kinds of little neighborhoods and it's small and there's 35 mile an hour speed limits to go around the lake and you can drive around. You're going to say all these cute small houses. I was like, you haven't been there in no 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 a long time. No no, it's it's super wealthy areas, yes, but yes. it's all like small curvy little roads. Yeah. You can you know, go around town to town. There's like Navarre and Shorewood and Excelsior and White all these Zeta. little bitty towns. Yep. Yeah, all these little places that you can take a scooter to yeah. because the speed limits are low. And I had a ruckus when I lived out there. Yeah, And I would take it to the grocery store. That's I would cool. go to the hardware store. It was incredible to just ring, 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 you just drive around on this thing right. without a care in the world. The wind's in your hair. I, I would just felt like the best dude ever driving this <laughs> thing around. It was, it was awesome. also driving without a license. Uh, well, that was a scooter. So I did not need a motorcycle license for that because it was less than 50 cc. Okay. Didn't need one. Technically, the law reads or top speed of 35 miles an hour, which the ruckus does not classify as. What is a ruckus top out at? More than that. I think so. I think it was right around Wasn't there. was it? Okay. Yeah, it was Maybe really that close is technically that. still a scooter. Though. Yeah, it definitely is a scooter because the okay. title was scooter. Oh. So it was definitely a scooter. So it was legal. Loved it. Absolutely loved awesome. it. This case, I have nowhere to go. Yep. I live too far away. Yep. Fifty-five mile an hour is just not not. That thing's noisy too.
1: That's yeah. not like wealthy neighborhood. When you have your
0: helmet on, it's not so. No, bad. I'm oh. talking for
1: all the neighbors. Yes. It's smoky and noisy. Yeah.
0: Not good. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later in this episode. That would probably not fly in France anymore, as, as, <laughs> as we'll find out. Certainly not. Also, uh, before I get to the the grand plan that I have for us for next week, the M5 is officially. Submitted to cars and bids. Okay. To be sold. And it has been a kind, of, kind of a slow experience so far. I was kind of surprised. All of these auction sites are. They have this. So here's how the process has gone for me so far. You go on the website, you're like, submit your car. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll submit my car. You, you upload a bunch of photos and you get connected to this guy uh-huh. who like says, we well, need to do this. You need to right. do that. Yep. You need one of these. You need the title. You know. If it just would have said, you need all of these things, I just would have submitted them all at once and been done. The right. problem is they just they're w-
1: worried a lot of people won't go through that process, and they'll say, "Ah, screw it." No,
0: it would be easier. Well, maybe they're yeah, they're probably trying to hook you a little right. bit, exactly. But realistically, it should it should have a checklist of we need all these things. These are the minimum requirements. Right. For they add turn this in, but it wasn't. It was like what your vid number, your year. Is there anything wrong with it? Yeah. Show us some photos. Yeah, and that was basically the the gist of it. So i I did that, and then they sent me a message back saying, "We need a picture of the title." I'm like, okay, 24, I give them a picture of the title. 24 hours later, we need, uh, we need all those service records that you say you have. Okay. Oh. So I took a picture of, or Jesse took a picture of every single service record. And we blacked out the names of the previous owner. Sure. And it took some time, sent it in. Great. 24 hours later, we need fill in the blank. And it's been like this, oh my God, can you just call me? Right. Just pick up the phone and call me. And if you're going to have an instant messenger, instant messenger thing, It can't be 24 24 hours. It has to be actually. You might as well just email me. Right. If it's not, and the guy was kind of snarky about it, he's like, well, we don't monitor this 24 hours. I said, well, how about every 12 hours? How about every hour? (laughs) Can Can you just have somebody get a hold of me? I look at your website. There's only, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 cars on there at a time that are being auctioned, maybe a little bit more. I mean, how hard can it be? I don't know. It, depends how many like how big of an operation it is. I have well, a feeling it's not. Clearly it needs to be a bigger operation because it's not it a big really operation. Yes. And I imagine, you know, the I talked to the the P Cart uh, market guys. Yeah. And they were like on the right phone on with it. me, like they were super on it. But I looked at their history of cars that have been sold and I didn't see very many BMWs. Okay. I didn't see any M5s like mine. So okay. I was I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is very good. And then you told me that bring a trailer is like two months out. Yep. And I'm like, I'm poor, so that's not gonna work. I can't just <laughs> sit on. I it. have heard cars and bids. Cars go for less. That may be true. However, there was a car on there. I'm going to tell you about this car, and then we're going to talk about what you think my car is going to go for. Okay. okay. So there was a 2000, same year as mine. Yep. Um, green, dark, dark green metallic. Yep. With, uh, I think it was either black or tan interior. That's M5. M5. Yep. And didn't have any of the updates. Mine has all the updates to make it look like a 2001 and newer. So all OEM, oh. like cluster, hmm. nav unit, all this other stuff. The car. So sold it's for, not original. It's all OEM. It's right. not original, but it is all OEM. So it's like OEM cluster, OEM yep. head unit, OEM, all this Kay. stuff. So in, in my mind, that's okay if you're using OEM I stuff you to upgrade yeah. the car. This car has scratches, uh-huh. dings, uh-huh. dents, was in an accident, Ooh, airbag deployed accident. <laughs> okay. The dash is warped because of where the airbags came out oh. on the passenger side. And it has no a seized, seized brake caliper. The seats are scuffed to the point where you can (laughs) see like the leather is gone. Yep. Okay. What do you think this car, and it has 93,000 miles on it. What do you think this car went for?
1: I don't know the market on these things. Just guess. Just throw a guess.
0: 20. Okay. So it went for 21. Okay. All right. I paid 19500 for my car. Okay. Which was kind of like a sideways deal from my friend Helton, uh, who I promised I would not do this. You need to sell the just car. Just flip it right away. Just flip it right away. But I'm done. I, I didn't think I was going to. I thought, <laughs> and then you get closer to winter and you're I it, always off.
1: I always tell my friends that. They're like, oh, so how long are you going to have this car or this bike or whatever? I go, I never plan on selling anything I buy.
0: Right. That's never, it was not the plan. My, Except for whatever the hell eyes, we're going to go pick up. My eyes were M-badged dinner plates. Uh-huh. Like, I just wanted this thing. I didn't care. I wanted right. to experience it. And now I have an, it's, it's. And I compared it to kind uh a couple of people on Instagram. Actually, a lot of people on Instagram. Why are you selling this car? Yes, because it is an icon, right? This yes. car is a very—I mean, I know you don't really like it, but a lot of people yeah, really. No, do. Oh, no, I get it. It's an icon. I just wouldn't buy it. Yeah, but it's a, I get It's, it's a an dream icon. car for a lot of people, sure. it was a dream car for me. So why sell it? And I kind of likened it to um, waking up in the morning and going, "Wow, that dream was—that dream was incredible." It was like being in like ninth grade and Carmen Electra is crawling under your sheets, <laughs> okay. and you had this same dream over and over and over again. After a while, it. It's not as exciting anymore. When I first got in that car, I was shaking. I was shaking. I had my hands on the steering wheel, and I'm looking at the warm-up lights on the tachometer. I'm like, oh, my God. Finally, right? It happened. Now I get in the car. I'm like, whatever. You know, it's my car. It's it's McCarthy. Wow. So Carmen Electra She went downhill quick Well there's other women out there There's other women Who says Pamela Anderson In her prime Is not going to crawl Under my sheets You know I'm a child Of the 90s This is just This is, this is just Jenny McCarthy Would have been in my dream like, yep. Maybe we could just Have different dreams Okay I don't need to dream About the same girl All the time Wait that sounds really bad My wife listens to this project <laughs> Maybe that's not the way to go We'll just We'll just steer well, away She from doesn't
1: her. have The same anyway. dream anyways I can assure you that That
0: is probably true She's dreaming about more plants living in the house. Is probably my guess. Uh... <laughs> you know something I don't know. <laughs> no, Stop. But... <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, so the uh, so that car sold for twenty one. Right. Okay. So my car has no dings, no right. scratches. It does have a little bit of rust in the way of. Um, I would just call it like surface corrosion. Yeah, it is surface corrosion right on the jack pads. Sure. There's a little bit of rust. That's a very common E39 rust. There's a little bit of rust there. You can't see any of it and none of it is consequential. It has a little leak at a power steering hose. Okay. That is the only leak that it has. It needs nothing except for a power steering hose. Except for a power steering hose, which <laughs> I took it over to uh, to Chad's shop, Chad at SCI Performance, one of my great friends here has a Volkswagen shop here. Right. Great shop, been there forever. And he's like, oh, well, let's just the, – the, the one-shot clamp, you know, the one-shot ones where you put them on and then you, they go on a, like a CV joint. And you take a pliers and you go – and yep. you crush them down. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't all the way. So oh. we crushed it down all the way. So, so it might be fixed. It might be fixed, but I don't know. So okay. we, we took the belly pan off. We took pictures of everything. Nice. So the car really is nice. Yes. The interior's near mint. The exterior is near mint other than one crack on the front bumper. That's the only real defect with the car. Okay, What do you think – my car goes for, when you compare it to a car that was sold for 21, that had a blown up dash, seized calipers. Right. I think you history, will get at least 25. That would be my hope. Yeah. would be 25. I would be elated with 28 to 30. And they are out there, cars that have gone for this much. But they're usually the later models, like a 2001, 2002, whatever. They go for a little bit more. Gotcha. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um and because this auction process is taking so long, okay, uh-huh. l- let me tell you, this is, this is the plan. okay. And I, I and, got a
1: call from Chris yesterday.
0: Yes. He's like, all right, I got figure it figured out. I got figure it figured out. You were so excited. I was. And you I am. were so excited. This is one of the most excited things. In terms of Jake and Chris' saga, this is the most exciting thing that I can think of that we'll have done together. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So basically, here's the deal. I'm so there reluctant. Are, there are two cars. Uh-huh. okay I, I asked to buy the one car. Uh-huh. there is one car for sale. I really want to buy that car. where did did you see these cars listed? I'm not I can't answer that question, but they were listed online. I cannot answer that question. okay. okay. I sorry, guys, there's gonna be a little bit of mystery here, which is a little fun for everybody else, too. They're in the same boat you are uh-huh. of of not knowing. And I uh-huh. think that'll be fun. I think they're gonna be excited uh-huh. to see what we come up with there's two cars Uh and to buy the one all of a sudden the owner of that one goes well if you buy this one too i'll do this and then the price became just like well yeah i want to experience that thing too Uh that thing is super cheap and then i'm sitting here going okay okay now how do i come up with the money Uh i'm like i I, I gotta sell this m5 i'm like i'm at cars Bids guy hey what's going on when's this thing gonna go up exactly do i need to sell like (laughs) do i need to sell cryptocurrency to like go buy this thing i have Uh a bunch of crypto and ethereum and stuff do i need to you know, tap into that to get the money to buy this thing. So then I called up the bank of Jake and and I just, and I straight up asked you, can I borrow this money Uh and I'll pay you back later. Uh And then about 10 minutes later, Uh it occurred to me. And I didn't even
1: realize at first I didn't read the message well enough. And then you sent another message. I was like,
0: I'm confused. What are you asking for? Okay. Cause it, cause my mind is like, Mile a minute. It, it, once things get going, I was in the shower, of course, which is where I have a lot of ideas. I'm um, just like naked thinking of Jake and what we're going to do together. It's <laughs> basically what it came down to. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, okay, the, there's a, the, one car is, uh, can I just say the prices? It doesn't matter, right? Okay, yeah, so it's, it's so. $10,000. One car is $6,000. Uh-huh. One car is $3,000. And then it was $450 for both of them. Each shipped, okay. So they would just sure, show sure, up sure. here. We'd for ten thousand dollars, both of these cars would show up, and I was like, "This is gonna be great. I'm gonna experience <laughs> both of these." And then I started thinking about one of my one of my mantras with the podcast is take the car and serve the listener, right? Oh, serve okay. the listener. It's one of my things. Serve the listener. Serve the reader. Also take the car. But I wanted to make sure that we were doing something fun for them. So I'm like, "How can I get Jake involved in this?" And I go, "I'm gonna give him one of the cars." <laughs> so then I changed it to, "I need ten thousand dollars from you to." I only need $6,000 from you, and then you can buy a car that you have no idea what it is yep. for $3,000 yep. as long as you promise, uh, and then you can make a little bit of profit on it, probably. And, <laughs> but you have to promise. You ha- Here's the deal. What? You have to promise me uh-huh. that you will drive it for a month.
1: I think, okay, first of all, you said a week. I earlier did, but today. then you said you
0: don't go anywhere. So we got to do a month. You, look me in the eyes, Jay. I'm, okay, first of all,
1: I'm buying a car I don't want. I don't know what it is for $3,000 and loaning you the
0: other money. I think you're at the point of where you're going to. But but, come on. But you are going to make a little bit of profit, I think. You think. I think. Probably. Probably. Maybe. I could almost guarantee you this car is museum quality. Uh huh. It only has 16,000 miles on it. Is it desirable? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I like
1: my mind has just been going through this trying to figure out what the hell I'm gonna be ending up
0: with. I wouldn't tell you even if you were right. So don't even make a guess, because I don't want to I don't <laughs> want you to even see a look on my I'm face. just
1: I know, I'm just wondering, and I'm not looking at you if it's like, is this some weird domestic shit box that just happens to be really nice? Is this some European really interesting thing? Is it?
0: I like. Well, is it certainly interesting? Well, it's, it's certainly interesting. Certainly, and interesting. my car is is in the same vein. Okay, so both of these cars. It's not like I'm getting like some like a like a Mira that somebody found yeah, buried in the ground, you and like then I get like a Chevy Chevette. Yeah, it's not like that. Okay? okay, so it's not. It's you know, it isn't that so absurd. So, I yesterday, what did I tell you? I was I like, I don't know. What did you, know, did you I was tell like, me yesterday? What
1: the hell, like yes, this sounds fun, but this is a big ask. This is not something I would choose to do. I was like, all right, give me a day to think about. It. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to bed and I had a dream. Oh no. I had a dream that we did this. Okay. And we show up off because we're going to take a flight out there. We show off off the air after the airplane. We go to some guy's shop yep. and he restores old race cars. Ooh, I like this. And so there's two old Mustangs wow. that still have race liveries on them. This sounds great. And so you're like, this is mine. And it's something like seven horsepower beast is with Carmen Electro, the, the shop the back. Holder? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. <laughs> and then mine is like a slightly newer Mustang that also has some race livery on it. And it's like kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, the like we're talking to the guy, like yep. Bob, Bill, or Bruce, or whoever he is. And then all of a sudden, his shop hand comes around the corner, who's this naked, smoking 20-something chick. Ooh. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, I work here.
0: This is a perfect time for this clip. New in the building?
1: Yeah, I just moved in Monday. Oh.
0: You like it so far?
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. Mama! (laughs) <laughs> I like how today you were going through clips oh, and you're man. like, I don't even have anywhere to use this, but I'm going to download I'm gonna it. I'm going to find
0: somewhere to put uh, this one. So uh-huh. that's
1: the only reason that's in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: because clearly the, uh, the person that's so your. So
1: I woke up and I was like, okay, I probably won't lose any money on this. It'll be
0: an adventure.
1: I like adventures. It will be
0: unforgettable. And what are we doing? <sighs> taking the car. We're taking the car. What else? You're serving the listener. What else? We're bringing a film crew along.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. We're bringing a film <sighs> crew. We're going to document this. It's going to be epic. Am, I've got I a am, few ideas. I's, I'm going to hate this, aren't I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so.
1: <laughs> you dick. <laughs> All right.
0: Before we get into- <laughs> you told me it only has an AM radio. That's true. That's the only thing Is you know. It-
1: is it nope. a manual at least? Will it be exciting to it drive? Is,
0: it is a manual transmission. Okay, that is a, a that's a positive. That's for a positive. Me. Mine is not an a, not a manual. It is mine is an automatic. A not a manual. A not a manual. It's not <laughs> manual. It's not a manual <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not a transmission. No, it, it is not Okay,
1: I am slightly more excited as a manual, and
0: <laughs> that you said it is interesting. It is interesting. I think that you will have a good time. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to hate this damn thing oh, It's going to be great I'm so excited to share I with everybody can't believe, gonna, I can't believe I agreed to this We're going to do a film And we're probably going to release it at the film festival Would Kay. be my would be my hope If we can uh-huh. get it edited in time Alright so this <laughs> Wait, is, what, what, if, what if my 911 isn't done by the rally And I have to take this thing I'm taking mine to go scout the rally uh-huh. My car I'm going to go scout the rally in it It's going to be What a, decade are these vehicles I can't tell you that Kay. I cannot say I just want Stop asking Stop asking questions. Well,
1: you, you put this forward. I want you, you to think about
0: it. <laughs>
1: put the bill and you're like, yeah, but don't ask any questions. How dare no you questions. be
0: curious at all? No questions at all. Wow. You all should, right, well, you should be excited know. to get a unique car that's manual. What do you mean, get?
1: I am buying
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this news episode is brought to you by our Drivers Club members. It is an exclusive club where you can join the Discord, where you can chat with other Drivers Club members in a 90s style chat room, where there's a live stream going right now. You have access to our special voicemail. By the way, I've got a voicemail. Take it from here, I pull the voicemail out. Okay, so not only do you get access
1: to all that, we get exclusive content. I actually prepped a history story exclusively released for our Patreon Drivers Club members. It's gonna be a really good one. I'm really excited about that. We're going to record that here this afternoon. So you get exclusive content. You get access to our Discord. You get t-shirts, which are in progress of being made right now. They are very cool. They're going to be one of my favorite t-shirts, actually. No lie. And for our top tier members, you actually get access to purchase a, not purchase, to get a print from Chris, who does not sell his photography. So I that not. is a huge bonus. Ask me for
0: prints. I always say no. Or I just go, yeah, sure. You can have one for like $500. Right. You know, I just so, don't do it.
1: We have to give a huge shout-out to our Hold new on. members. Let me see if
0: this voicemail works. It says it's only one second long. That's not going to work. Ready? Here we go. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> I, <laughs> love it. It. That was totally I thought worth we had it. a voicemail, but we don't. No. A... So, huge shout-out to it, our you, members you can, from if, May. If you want to, May till now. If right. you want to, leave us a voicemail. You can get on the show if you want yes. to have your voice heard. You can send us messages on the Discord. If you want to talk about stuff. 612
1: Lugabelt. Is that true? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. At, Except the T isn't on there. I just I added, added it bleep. so it would spell something. You know I have to bleep that out now oh, because we're not supposed it. to just give it away. Well, if they
1: can f- decipher what they're actually get that oh, number out of right. there. So we
0: have some new Patreons. I just want to right. recognize everybody for the support that they've given us. Um, at the $25 level, this is every month, Jordan Hall, Eric Smith, and Riley. Those guys got a print and a t-shirt and all exclusive content. $10, uh, Tag Art, Mac G, Sebastian, Chase Williams, and Samuel servensky uh, I got a T-shirt, A-Rod, Anthony Lowe, Scott Mitzer, Tom Jutzi, Jutzi, John Roth, Gross Christensen, Nolan Fowl, JJ Jab, JJ Jab, Jab, JJ. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> uh, Josh Walling, Travis Wicksburg, David, David Lockhart, Lockhart and James, James Garrett. Garrett. $5 Those are $5
1: subs. level to get exclusive content, access to the Discord. It is
0: only $5 to get access to the Discord where everybody's hanging out. We're all chatting. You can submit ideas to the show. Hang out with us. Watch the live stream where we're streaming right now. Plus, you get to feel good about yourself, and who doesn't want that? You said a
1: Rod, and he just clarified on the Discord: it's e Rod.
0: e Rod. Sorry, I was being fanatic about it. This is this is it's live interaction. Exactly, this is what you get. Yeah, we really, we really, really appreciate the support. It's only five bucks, and you can just feel good. Like I said, it's like one, one or two Red Bulls, especially with all the helicopter money raining from the sky and helicopter money. Yeah, when that's what happens when the government helicopter goes by and just starts chucking money out. Well, then why
1: am I paying for these cars?
0: I don't know, because they didn't throw any to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's get into a little bit of news. Jake, are you a gasoline super user? Ooh, I kind of want to be. It seems like you're. we're getting painted into these little boxes now. Well, I work from home, so truth be told, I'm most certainly not a gasoline I super am, user. Well, other than the road trips, I'm not a gasoline super user either, but it is a new term that just came out, and I wanted to kind of make everybody aware of it a little bit. Why don't you read this? Because I am completely out of breath from everything that I've been doing.
1: <laughs> so the National Household Travel Survey, the NH
0: what? That's not the Tra- acronym NHTS. So, yeah, it's the National Household Travel Survey is conducted by the Federal Highway Administration. What
1: the yeah. hell is the National Household <laughs> Travel Survey? I, it was just another bureaucracy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, they are billed as the
0: authoritative source on the travel behavior of the American public. Aren't you g- glad that your travel behavior is being tracked? Okay,
1: here, this seems like in direct conflict to every single state's tourism board. Every state is like, come see Wyoming, come get in the car. It's the great thing to do. And that's what we're all about. Like, it's yeah. great exploring by car. Absolutely. Well, apparently, the NHTS is against that. Okay. So they are the authoritative source on the travel behavior of the American public because of nationwide data on every mode of non commercial travel and people making the journeys. Awesome. Cultura is a non-profit with a mission to support and accelerate the transition from gas and diesel power vehicles to those powered by
0: alternative energies. Cultura studied I would like the to know NHTSA who funds Cultura. Data. We should look that up. Who funds Cultura? Who do you think does? I'm going to guess that it's the big three at this point. Why? Because the big three has spent so much money on the shift from gas and diesel to electric. They've spent Billions. And now the cultura is their mission to support and accelerate the transition from gas to guess what? All the cars that the big three are making in the next 10 yeah. years. There's got to be some money behind this. It's a not-for-profit. So they're Somebody's a big legislative b- uh, body as well. They do a lot of lobbying. I'm just reading right now on the website. Oh, web. really? You're, you're, for real? They do a lot of lobbying to the government. No way. Who could
1: have? Ever? <laughs> uh, Anyways, so Kotura studied all this data and produced a report called
0: "Gasoline Super Users." The report can you say is that more sinister, like it's like gasoline uh, super users.
1: <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> This report was built around the findings that 10% of light-duty vehicle drivers use 32% of the gasoline bought by all light-duty drivers. So 10% is a sliver of super users and consume
0: more gas than the bottom 60%. Maybe we'll have gas a while. This is the 80-20 rule, basically. Yeah. I, had this, I had this clip I uh, dialed into play when I lost it, but it was basically it was general... Pat- and, it ma- and it made me have a thought, and the only reason I bring it up because I think the thought is interesting is it was General Patton saying, we need 400,000 gallons of gasoline to defeat the Germans. And I went, wow, maybe we won't lose gas for a while because you can't fight war with electricity. And it is a thought that had never crossed my mind before. True. The military industrial complex does not run on lithium-ion batteries. No, that would be a bad idea. Did you just break your microphone? It broke, yes. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's a handheld. <laughs> it is a handheld. Cultura <laughs> um, believes that the climate goals for 2030 have laid out by the Biden administration and the multi. Here we go. Listen to this. Okay. Multinational intergovernmental intergovernmental panel on climate change, otherwise the IPCC. No, the, the IPCC <laughs> there always had to be some like acronym. Oh, cannot be achieved from targeting the drivers who use the most gasoline and converting them to electric vehicle instead. According to the report, the present framework of EV incentives won't cut it. So they're literally saying they
1: need to target the people that use the most gasoline, who are not, by the way, in commerce, because they're not going to go
0: after that. Right. Bu- buyers in the Northeast and on the West Coast take the biggest advantage of the bonuses, and they don't drive the greatest distances. Furthermore, among that group, many of those EV buyers are upper income, whereas heavy gasoline users are found more evenly across income brackets. Right. Right. Yeah, that's because EV cars are like $40,000. The lower-income users are spending as much as 20% of their household wages filling up the tank. They use at least 1,000 gallons of gas per year and over 30,348 miles annually on average. These are people EV incentives need to be aimed at.
1: I just want to get from my car to the office without being confronted by the decay of Western society. (laughs) Basically. Uh
0: So basically what this is like, they're saying... America, you're a bunch of greedy bastards. Everyone isn't in California isn't the problem. It's, it's you. you. It's you. You're the problem. Yeah. And what what it's kind of when I look at this, what I take out of this is, oh my God, what are we gonna do with these We've had this conversation a few times. What are we going to do with all these lower-income people that there's no way that they can afford any of this? Right. It's just it's not there yet. A lot of drivers uh, beyond gas super users would love an EV with a reliable 350 mile range that could be refilled just about anywhere in the time it takes to watch a Netflix show and cost no more than its gasoline equivalent.
1: I don't want to sit there and watch a Netflix show. I don't.
0: In the time, what show are we watching? Netflix shows are half an hour. <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. No. Also, um, like, yeah. So I went and, that was from the news article. I went and pulled up the study. And the, and the paragraph that kind of struck me is right on top. It says, quote, a retiree drives 2,500 miles a year in their sedan and uses 75 gallons of gasoline. The carpenter who built their deck drives 30,000 miles a year in their pickup and uses 1,500 gallons. But here's the thing. The guy in the truck building decks is providing a service to people. And is business. actually supporting the economy. They're supporting the economy. And this says, should they both receive the same incentives to convert electric vehicles when the carpenter switch would reduce the consumption of 20 times more gasoline? What are we talking about? This guy, like I said, he's contributing to the economy. Exactly. How about they receive uh, zero incentives <laughs> and they both choose the mode of transportation that they want? If enough people start transitioning to EV, the Where economic, it actually makes sense, the economic pressure will force the change. Yes. Problem. Solved.
1: My boy's wicked smart.
0: <laughs> all right. What do we got next? Well, Chris, have you seen the movie WALL-E? I have. It's it a great movie. It is a movie. delightful movie. It is one of my favorite movies. It's a little robot who just basically lives on a planet all by himself, packing little garbages and <laughs> shooting them out. and <laughs> <laughs> shooting them out. he, well, he does. Yes, he, he
1: compacts He's trash. a tiny
0: little trash compactor, but he's lovely. And he meets, uh, uh, there's another robot. Eva. Eva. Yeah, Eva flies around, and, and all of a sudden he falls in love with this other robot. So it's, it's an incredible Delightful story. Movie. Yeah. Well,
1: I want to tell you about design students Corintin Janelle and Guadamale and Soniti who have come up with an intriguing concept. How does this tie into Wally? Just wait and see. All right. Their concept was a rideable bench called Todd, which is short for Talk <laughs> or Drive. Oh, is why a, is this news, allowed? Chris? Okay, yeah. Well, the idea won the Ford Fund Smart wait. Mobility
0: Challenge. Hold on. What? It is a bench. It's a rideable, rideable bench. bench. Yeah. Like a, like a bicycle bench? Nope. It just looks like a bench. So it's a bench that moves. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think it has handlebars. No. Uh, it- I don't so, understand.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I don't either. You saw pictures. Explain to me what this thing looks like. You know
1: what it reminded me of was do you remember the little Honda scooters that folded up into a box? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It yeah, kind of They came with one of the old cars.
1: Yeah, it kind of looks like that. So it basically, it, it's a bench where it's padded and the wheels are like kind of under skirts. I think and I it, see the Wally. Of, yeah, part of the thing pops up and there are handlebars. In I wally, lied about there's that. There's a
0: scene where they're all on a spaceship. All, yeah, and they so all basically just ride humans, around in their pods. Yeah, humans ruined the planet. Right, yep. so now they live in a spaceship. They're waiting for Earth for life to return on Earth. Right, and of course, Wally, fun- Wally is- finds the one little plant growing. He's like, "Oh my God!" And he yep. walks a short- so, but what happens to all these people is they're riding around on todds on this ship, <laughs> drinking yes, exactly. drinking milkshakes, watching TV, and none of them can even walk. Right, they're, it's so pathetic they can't even walk right. because they're riding around on Tods yes. instead of walking. Exactly.
1: Well, this idea won the Ford Fund Smart Mobility Challenge. Garnering prize money to turn the project into a reality. The Ford Fend, by the way, is the company's corporate foundation and philanthropic arm. So why is this ph- philanthropic to make people ride
0: around? I bet. I don't
1: know, but students participating in the challenge <laughs> came up with ideas that offer a quote, sustainable urban mobility solution to benefit the community.
0: Wow, that is every buzzword that's ever existed. <laughs> There's nothing about gender or race in there, but it's real close to just everything. (laughs)
1: Quote, a rideable bench is a great example of how design can help form the fabric of cities as it's something fun,
0: practical, and multifunctional. Functional how you can sit on it. You don't have to move, Chris. <laughs> so the, it's multifunctional because you don't have to stand and you Quote, don't have to walk.
1: It's a clever way to ma- make mobility part of the city, encouraging people to interact and enable people to experience cities in a totally new way.
0: <laughs> so there's the Todd. Yeah, that's, that's that Todd. Is Congratulations, Todd. Ford, and every urban dork ever. <laughs> so France is uh-huh. always doing things just a little bit different right? Yes. I mean, they got the same shit over there that they got here, but it's just, it's just there. It's a little different. Example. You know what they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? I oh, mean, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. <laughs> what do they call it? They call it a royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What do they call a Big Mac?
1: Big Mac's a Big Mac, but they call it Love Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you it, what did it call a I don't know. I didn't go on a Burger King.
0: Freaking France! All right. <laughs> the sound of an engine breathing hard through a performance exhaust system is one of the things we'll miss most when ICE gets banned. Right? right. I mean, it's it's the it's the thing that we it's that sensory and you can feel it. It's not even the, the sound; it's the feel, everything like that. Uh, but for some inhabitants of in France, the switch to near silent EVs can't come. Soon enough. We do not like the noise. Apparently, France is taking time out from rioting and everything else to to do this. So much so that Paris installed noise-detecting equipment in 2019, when we talked about this when it first came out, to monitor levels of unwanted sound. And though it didn't, I wonder if you could install one in your house. So it would, like, like ticket your children. (laughs) It could, like, take away from their college fund every time they're too loud. uh, So much so that Paris installed noisy technique equipment in 2019 to monitor levels of unwanted sound. And though it didn't lead to the prosecution of individual offenders, it was only a matter of time before that changed. Uh Uh-oh. Now the scheme is spreading to other parts of France, including Nice, Braun, and Lyon. The systems will have to prove their accuracy and wait for legal clearance this autumn before testing can begin. But by the end of 2022 or early 2023, they'll be handing out tickets left, right, and center. The alien looking devices consist of a 360 degree camera on an acoustic antenna. Antennae. Antenna, cu- I know that's There are multiple. Mu- oh, Antennae, yes. Antennae featuring- is the plural of antenna. Antennas is, is easier to say, so I'm going to go with antennas. <laughs> featuring four microphones that enables the device to not only measure the sounds, but pinpoint the direction it's coming from. So it's using some sort of like uh, algorithm to measure the Doppler effect based on the video and where the car is and the location. Right. They can say, well, it was this guy right here. That guy, that guy, sinner, sinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's shame. Da-ding, shame, da-ding, shame. Da-ding, yeah, da-ding, exactly. Ding. Shame. Um, if your vehicle drives past one of the camera spots and the system judges the noise level is too high, it can take a photograph of your registration plate and automatically issue you a ticket. Do you know what I would do? I would I get I would some
1: <laughs> noisemaker thing and put it by every single one of these devices. One of those whistler
0: things on the whistle tips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying a standalone, like a boombox, just playing a loud noise, just so it can't detect anything else.
0: I probably wouldn't last very long. No, I'm gonna wouldn't. guess they would detect that. No. the biggest offenders are older motorcycles or probably like vessels like mine and newer ones whose muted standard pipes can be quickly pipes can be quickly and cheaply modified to performance systems. But cars could easily fail, fall foul of the spy equipment we're not just talking about modified cars anyway blah 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 if you drive past one of these french centers in a supercar in a low gear with your adaptive exhaust and it's as saying and your foot buried in the carpet you can probably expect a letter from the cops now what i couldn't find and i tried to look is the decibel level that's permitted right i couldn't there has to be some standard there there does have to be some sort of standard but i couldn't find it all right what else have we got That's really lame. Um, Well,
1: Chris, recently, a 41-year-old Tesla owner in Manhattan told him an alarming incident when she took her 2018 Model 3 into Tesla dealerships mid-May after her air conditioner had stopped working suddenly. Quote, they opened the glove compartment and a rodent fell out.
0: I got this rat, this annoying, heating fucking rat. And it brings up questions. I have questions. Why is a rodent <laughs> falling out of a Tesla glove compartment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the pest apparently found its way into Williams Tesla and gobbled through several internal wires that were insulated with soy rather than oh. oil based petroleum product, which critics claim make them more appealing to
0: rodents. Well, it is an organic compound, so right? yeah, it's probably actually it's edible. It's like corn, it's edible. Yes. It's edible insulation. And it probably smells much better than plastic. Let's be clear that this is Manhattan where pretty much everything is a rat. <laughs> I mean, there's rats everywhere. I can't, in the apocalypse, Manhattan is just going to be overrun. Ugh. I just, I can't imagine living <laughs> there and knowing there's at least a million rats within 20 feet of me at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the worst part. Tesla refuses to step up. The repair, why, why should they? Why should they step up? You don't think they should? Because rats are eating their cars? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not their fault. Well, yeah, you know, I They're guess so. They're trying to be... They're trying to be environmentally conscious by making the the wiring harness biodegradable, even though it's attached to a bunch of batteries that destroy (laughs) the environment. I get it. It makes a lot of sense.
1: Quote, most auto manufacturers use soybean versus oil in their wire insulation for newer vehicles because it's less expensive and better for the environment. Tesla service advisor Jose Solis wrote in an email to the owner. Quote, the use of this material would not
0: be considered a defect in design or use. Most auto manufacturers use this. I've never heard of this happening before.
1: Uh, I did look into it. There are a number of other manufacturers that are switching to this.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, in reality, automakers have been getting slammed for years with complaints of their allegedly rat-friendly soy-based wiring. And like Tesla, they have all refused to cover the damages, claiming that rats chewing on car innards
0: is the result of nature and not their problem. 100%. 100%. You basically live... If if, I, if you think about it, New York is just waiting for the plague to come, <laughs> and just, just rats are going to be pooping in everybody's food, yeah. and the fleas are going to be jumping all over the place. We're like one mil- the, the the veneer over New York City as being a total dump. Have you been there? No, I've not ever. Have you been there on garbage day? No, I haven't it been there at all. Disgusting! Ugh. It is disgusting. There is garbage everywhere. Not to mention the, the crime now is out of control. Yeah. But and add a bunch of millions and millions of rats eating your car. Pass. Hard pass.
1: it's a big problem. Listen to this. One Tesla owner complained on Reddit that his brand new Model 3 was undrivable just two weeks after
0: it was delivered due to rat damage. So they're just parking these things in parking garages, which are underground. Right. Probably.
1: And listen to this. The number of rodent complaints in New York City has surged by 80% during the pandemic when their normal sources of food dried up,
0: forcing rats elsewhere, like into your Tesla. And guess where they would go next? Your Tesla. And then... Your apartment? Your apartment. (laughs) They're going to go where the food is. They don't care. They're vermin. They'll just, they don't care. They're not scared of you. Yeah. They aren't. They're not, they're big too. Have you seen like New York Rats? They're like the size of a nine, size 10 shoe. They're just massive, (laughs) massive. So a very, a very special car is for sale. Okay. Porsche. There is no substitute. Now, what movie?
1: Of course, that is the classic Fuck Risky you. Business.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, if you haven't seen Risky Business, it's, it's basically- It's amazing. Great movie. This This movie probably launched Tom Cruise. I think it was one Agreed. of his first breakout roles. Yeah, yes. is, 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 isn't it the one where he slides into the yeah. He's and the got white the Ray Ban, the white shirt. shirt. Because he's he's a young kid. His family goes out of town, and he basically <laughs> decides that he's going to start a brothel in his house. He doesn't decide that. He gets a call girl who comes
1: in, and then like Guido, the killer pimp, comes after <laughs> them. And then so to make all this money up, oh no! It was they crash the nine twenty eight. Spoiler yes. alert! So they borrow his dad's car, the nine twenty eight. They crash it and. In in yep. order to pay for a new one, he opens a brothel in his
0: parents' house. Yes. And in one night, they're able to pay for the new 928. They are, because sex sells. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great coming-of-age story. It's, and the car is awesome. There's some chase scenes of him running from the killer pimp. And it, it is a fantastic movie. So this car is, is one of the ones that was used in the driving scenes. It wasn't Do we know the, how many were used in the movie? It says there was a few. It doesn't say how many. Uh, this is one that was used in the driving scenes. It isn't the one that ended up in Lake Michigan. That's um, good. I don't think anybody knows where that one is. I'm not sure. Um, Tom Cruise had to learn to drive stick to drive this car. So Tom oh, Cruise really? did not know how to drive stick when he when he hopped into this well, he thing. He was
1: like 16.
0: Yeah, he looks real young, dude. That guy does not age. You know, Isn't it I've creepy? heard a theory about that. Okay, tell me. It's just we're not used to seeing
1: someone from age 16 who ages gracefully. If you look at him now and you like didn't have Other any them, reference I point. Mean me, right? Yeah, no. Me. If you had no other reference point to Tom Cruise and you look at him he, someone goes, oh yeah, he's 50. You go, oh, he looks good for 50. Right. It's not that he like miraculously, or it's just you know, blood offerings from yeah, I Scientology. I think it's, this,
0: the Scientology is probably what's keeping him young. So this is arguably the most famous 928 of all time. Yep. Subject of its own documentary, The Quest for RB928. The car is being offered at no reserve. Uh, so this basically... Where can was, I buy it? it uh, let's see here. I think it's on... I I wrote it down, but I can't find it. There's too many words here, Jake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, oh, Barrett Jackson. That's how writing
0: works. Yeah. It's uh, going on Barrett Jackson, yeah. Houston, uh, for sale in September. And this, I kind of find it funny. It's arguably the most famous 928 of all time. It's kind of like saying, "Wow, this is the best of the not best thing." Yes, ever exactly. <laughs> but I do love 928s. I don't. Throughout this film, when you're watching it, the sound that the car makes doesn't really sound like a 928. It is sounds it more off? like. Yeah, it sounds more like a like a small-block Chevy, a high-revving small-block Chevy. It doesn't, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's actually the 928 sound. Probably not. Probably. I probably would not be sound. surprised.
1: All right, Chris. So you, as a California citizen, can help grandmother not die in her apartment when the AC goes out. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla has launched a new program that will allow Tesla Powerwall owners to kick power back to the grid in times of high usage. Quote, the Tesla virtual power plant is now entering a beta phase, letting customers sign up albeit without any compensation for the time okay.
0: being. So you're going to so you're going to pay for your electricity? Or or based, it is your electricity. You have you have solar
1: panels that will basically yeah. So you've you've
0: obtained, power your power
1: wall. Yeah, your you big battery this
0: electricity. You've you've put it in your car. You put it yep. in your power wall. You put it in your banks, and they're you're, you're going to give it back without any type of. Co- to California is basically going to take this power. Here she comes to wreck the day. <laughs>
1: Yes, so when it announced the program last week, Tesla noted that the California grid operator forecasts a continued need for Californians to support the grid through 2021. This is because basically grandma's dying of heat stroke. Well, yeah, it's a huge understatement, as the grid is expected to be heavily stressed over the rest of the summer due to record high temperatures, boosting demand, along with severe drought that reduces the output from hydroelectric plants. Yeah, there's a
0: huge problem with the two. Uh, It's the Lake Powell and I can't think of the other... Like no. Mead, mead? No, I don't know. Chris it's Mead, the,
1: yeah, That's it might be close. like mead. I don't but. know, but it's,
0: they're they're very low, very very very. It's lowest <laughs> since like the 1940s. Oh geez, it's, it's pretty bad. Bad drought this year. Tesla noted that
1: customers will not be compensated for contributing to the virtual power plant, though it encourages users to join up for what it called a public good. Chris. Here she comes to wreck the day. Every time that's
0: every time, that's what, every time <laughs> California comes in to save people, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that clip. Okay.
1: Well, uh, customers already on net metering programs will be compensated for any power sent back to the grid as usual, so they're gonna get it from the state, but not I, I don't know where the extra compensation would have right. come from otherwise. So, couple questions. Okay. One, how long until something like this is mandatory?
0: Exactly. How long until it's like, hey. We are basically going to do this. Right. We're going to start pulling power from any source we can because we what need are they going to, to. Are they going to say, well, you don't own the sun. You don't own ooh. the sun. You don't own that power. You didn't build that. Well, hopefully there
1: will be some sort of compensation in here where it will just make sense to do so. So They they
0: have to compensate people properly. Right. In um, which and it, case, and it has to be voluntary.
1: In which case they probably would be a choice to do that right? But here's my question. Could you make more money offsetting the cost <laughs> of a gas generator and the gas involved to hook it up to the power grid and sell it back to them basically because they don't have power? Not a, not a California gas prices. Just don't tell prices. California that is that dirty power. No,
0: not at not the gas prices per gallon yeah, in California. I, I think not. it's like five bucks a gallon. I oh, did dude, see that. That's is ridiculous. Crazy. All right. What have we got next week? Oh, what do we got next week? I don't know. Why'd you go? Oh, because I was going to I'm just so excited about what we've got going on next week. I guess you and I going, but what what is on the podcast next week? What's on for Monday? What do we got going on? Um, I don't know. We already recorded it. Did you forget about the pilot?
1: Oh yeah. Good I have an grief. awesome history story. Yes. It's been a week. It, so
0: Chris, it's I don't, been, it's been a week. So Jake is, a.
1: <laughs> I just, that was a long time ago in my yeah, defense. Sure, sure. It was. Yes. We have an awesome story about a pilot. I really <laughs> don't remember. <laughs>
0: it's a great story I do remember it, it is the great story of a young kid who grows up and, and it he becomes, he becomes a, an American he, hero he and a, the audacity of him and now I'm remembering yes. of him he's an what ace. he does he's an ace and he's an ace in a day so yes. you should, if you can't google it look up what, look up ace in a day and then you'll know what the episode but is but I had from. never
1: heard the story of this individual how did they not make a movie out of this it guy it should have been a movie I just
0: don't understand
1: it's an awesome story please check it out on Monday alright we'll see you guys then take care take care <laughs>
0: You give me that gasoline and I'll gain ground with it. I'll kill Germans, too. Give me 400,000 gallons, I'll go to Berlin.